Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Culture Club. You know, eight years since it first launched, homegrown brand Pop-Up Wine is aggressively growing with its eyes set on Southeast Asia expansion. Having filled the gap for the 500,000 Singapore wine drinkers, Pop-Up Wine now seeks to capture the region's growing demand for wine. Southeast Asian wine markets valued at 20.62 billion US dollars and the wine segment in Southeast Asia is predicted to grow by 6.28% from this year, 2023, to 2027. Well, on the line with me right now is Isadora Noble, who is the co-founder of Pop-Up Wine. Good afternoon. How are you? Hi, Elliot. I'm really well. How are you? It's a perfect time to talk about wine. Why not, right? Isn't uh, it perfect? It's 5.30, exactly. It's I wonder how many, how many of you out there have got a glass of wine or thinking about a glass of wine in your hand? Well, I, I'm, I'm thinking of... Uh, After the two, drive home. Two glasses of wine each in one hand right now, to be honest. Um, But quite the journey that you've been on with regard to establishing pop-up wine. Tell us a little bit about why you decided to to venture into this industry. Yeah, actually, we moved to Singapore as expats. We were big wine drinkers and my husband had been collecting wine for more than 20 years. And we came to Singapore and that was like more than 10 years ago. But we were gobsmacked about the price of wine in Singapore. Not just the wine tax, but it seemed that there was... Singaporeans were overpaying and also we couldn't buy wine online. It's hard to believe but that's true and if we did buy wine it would take sometimes up to three weeks to get delivered whereas you know we just thought hey you should be able to buy really you should be able to buy it online you should be able to have it delivered the same day and people in Singapore shouldn't just be shouldn't be paying this much for wine. So we literally started it in the back of our in our laundry. We lived in a black and white house. We ate refrigerator and we started as a little bit of a hobby and then it's just grown and grown and during COVID we had 800% growth it was huge mm. uh, all possible because it's an automated business that um, we're everything on the back end and we can have our margins really really low because we're all online so the consumer gets to buy some fantastic wine um, at super low prices and I think that's what's been a formula for its success yeah I agree. If you want wine, you should be able to have it on the same day. Um, And you guys, in late 2022, uh, Pop-Up Wine launched a wholesale division. You're now supplying wine to Singapore's top restaurants and hotels. Tell us a little bit about how it evolved into this. We always resisted it, to be honest, because our business is just, it's, it's, it's delivering wine and selling wine seven days a week, 365 days a year to mums and dads at home and hopefully not their kids. <laughs> and um, we, 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 um, we always were asked, we did a little bit of wholesale, but we did it, we've been, it's been demanded of us. And, and in fact, we, so we now do that. Our very first client was Pall Mall, the wine, um, the wine, the very fancy wine club, if everyone, anyone's had an opportunity to do that in Singapore, one of the most amazing wine places in the world with an incredible list. So they were our very first client and very flattering um, that they that they feel that our wine is of their calibre. We have 350 wines um, and so and we hand select them. So that was great. Second is the Pullman Hotel, which we're working with now, and at Burnt Ends, Artemis, Abisteca. They're very, very fabulous um, establishments in Singapore. 
have turned into our wholesale clients. So we're really proud about that. But what we're more proud about is the fact that you can buy the same wine that these amazing restaurants um, sell. And you'll probably be very, very happy with the price that you pay compared to what you might be able to buy it from those restaurants. Mm. The same wine you can get access to, yeah. Yeah, I've been to some of those restaurants. The wine there is very good. And now that I know this, uh, there's an incentive for me to make my own steak at home. Uh, And yes, I totally agree with you. Wine should be delivered and mums should have the first option of having the wine because they deserve it. <laughs> well, um, funny you mention that. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to actually, one little quirky little fact. Yeah. When, uh, when, uh, when a mum in Singapore at Redmart buys, buys some groceries and nappies, like diapers in their, what else do they have in their basket? In their cart? Wine. So the people they're buying diapers <laughs> most likely will also put wine in their basket. You can buy our wine on Redmart, but actually best to come to us um, because you'll get it much cheaper. Any marketplace you buy it on, they're usually putting, distributors put on about 20% just to cover the commission. So go direct to a retailer to buy your wine. <laughs> that, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. You know, diapers and wine, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, Isadora, so, you know, you started Pop-Up Wine about eight years ago and you, you were telling us the story. Um, what are some of the interesting trends or changes uh, that you've observed uh, since the company was first incepted about a decade ago? Obviously, the, the huge one that's changed is wine e-commerce. But way back 10 years ago, it was only us delivering um, wine every day and buying it online you know now that it's more available um the choice of wine in singapore for the size of the market is is huge so that's a really good thing but what we've seen during the covid pandemic is just everyone converted why go shopping to a shop where you can actually buy something online and have it delivered and often free the most you'll ever pay with us is five dollars for delivery or otherwise if you pay if you spend more than a hundred dollars which is pretty easy you'll get it free so why not shop online where you get all the information and we do an amazing job of actually putting all the independent critic reviews on. So if you're not just going by our selection, you're actually looking at what um, what the critics say about this wine, each of the wines that we sell. So I think um, that's what we've seen and it's been double-digit growth. You know, we our store just, you know, as I said, 800% growth during that year. We've had a 200% growth every year that we've been established. So, But it was significant. And what's happening with people is they're not going back. Once they're buying online with this product they won't convert back to being a bricks and more and buy it yeah. from bricks and mortar and 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 i think that there's a good reason for that in singapore who wants to lump it around mm-hmm. with you um you've got no service really in the shops there's no person that you familiar that you can go and talk to mm. if you're on our site we've got a live familiar there from nine o'clock till 10 p.m every day and you just jump on live chat and you can talk to him about any of your questions about wine um, that you have or delivery or whatever. So you're getting that type of fantastic service online. It's the old service that you used to expect in a wine store, but you just weren't getting. Mm. Um, so that's some of the trends we're seeing. But also the thing that excites me is that, and I think should also really, Singapore should be very proud about, the market of where the growth is in wine for the producing countries is in Asia. So the increases that we'll see in Asia is phenomenal because the Asian world, like Singapore has, is embracing this Western tradition of drinking wine. Um, and so that's why you're seeing so many wine um, wineries and big, big, huge groups moving their headquarters from France, for example, to yeah. Singapore, because yeah. this is where it's all happening. Yeah, I, 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 I like 
the way you described about the online uh, sphere where where wine is concerned, because you would think that it would be for people who already know what they want to buy or have some gauge of what kind of wine to buy. But you're saying that with you guys, there's the live chat option. How how many hmm. novice wine drinkers, I'll put it that way, are, are you getting through this platform? Well, do you know what? I, also, I just think of, 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 of novice, what's novice. And, and we always try when we do our wine events, and we've got an Italian one on tonight. We do about one a week. I always think that um, people feel that their knowledge is less than they know. But okay. tell you what, I've been drinking wine for a long time, and I grew up. In, in Western Australia where Margaret River was on my doorstep. <laughs> and But do you know what, what happens? Actually, the people that do a little bit of... The people that decide that they want to know about wine in Singapore have much, much greater knowledge than people in wine-growing countries, and we, we see it, we know it. They, they might do some courses or go to a lot of wine events to get their education up, whereas in Western countries, people just drink wine. They often mm. stay on the same wine. So, but we, sh- we assume that there's so many wines. For example, guess how many wine produ- champagne producers there are, people that grow champagne in champagne. Have a guess. Uh, what, in total in the world? Yeah, in total, in, just in champagne in the um, champagne region of France, which is tiny. A little bit less than 100? Absolutely tiny. Less than 100? If there's seven... There's 7,000. Wow. So, so if anyone was going to try and keep up with the amount of wine out there, and, and that's just the producers, okay. that the number of labels, it's phenomenal. So you shouldn't feel bad that you don't know much. And that's actually, I think we, we, what you should, if you don't know much about wine, get to know about critic ratings. There's only about 12 critics in the world and they live and die by their reputation. They're incredible. They like, they make or break wineries. And, and if the wines aren't good, they rate them and you'll hear about that. <laughs> we have a little way that we're the only wine um, retailer in Singapore. We only take wine onto our platform and sell it if it has a rating of 90 or 100 or is an award winner. So that gives the consumer confidence mm. that no matter what wine they're buying, it's been rated independently and 90 is considered an outstanding wine. The other thing that people need to know is whatever your price bracket is, is okay. You shouldn't, you, if you want to spend $27 on a bottle of wine, that's fine. Don't spend anything less than 27 is my advice because $10 of it is tax, so it'll just be bad wine. Um, but if you want to spend 1000 you can do that too. But the rate, you can still get good wine that's rated outstanding. Yeah. Um, that's $27. Retailers won't tell you that because they want you to spend a lot of money yeah, <laughs> on yeah, the wine. Yeah. I, so I'm, I'm the opposite, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, so feel, decide what you like with wine. And if you don't know anything, that's fine. You're not alone. There's a lot of people like that in Singapore that are just starting out. My range is usually thirty to forty dollars to be saved. Too cheap. It's too good to be true. <laughs> um, Do you know what? Yeah, yeah. You know that that's pretty well a very sweet price point, mm. and there's nothing to be. You know, sure. If you if you bump it up a little bit on special occasions, you'll get some much better wine. Mm. But um, but that's you know that's good. That's 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 a good price range. Is it or just a final question? I know you guys uh, have expansion plans and you're eyeing Southeast Asia in particular. Uh, mm. How do you plan mm. on penetrating these markets? I know you talked about the market potential, but what's the plan going in? Yeah, actually, that's, thanks for thanks for asking. I guess we've got the formula right here and established a brand that's very well recognised and also has 
exceptional sort of loyalty and that's what I think makes our brand um, different. So we're a very trusted brand with a big repeat customers. We've done 45,000 orders here in Singapore delivered to people's homes. How we see and our expansion plans in Southeast Asia are very similar to the way that we rolled out in, in Singapore but we'll be doing it with partners either as a franchise model or a licensing model or actually a distribution model where we'll work with the distributors who don't actually do e-commerce and we'll do that for them. Uh, and, and I think that's let them continue to be experts in selling to hotels or restaurants, etc., which is the main part of their business and, and that will manage e-commerce because what we see in these markets also is even if they are not as sophisticated as Singapore, they're very big adopters of, they're buying on mobile, they're buying on apps, so they're acting like a sophisticated consumer, even though they might their, their total dispensable income might be lower. So that's the way that we are planning to roll out in Southeast Asia and have already commenced um, that process. Um, and I think that the, it'll all be happening from Singapore. The Singapore government is doing an amazing job to um, create uh, Singapore as the hub for logistics, for for e-commerce, for technology. And so we'll remain in Singapore but do all of our work in the other regions from Singapore. And I think that's a great thing for Singaporeans to be able to invest in companies like us that um, where the profits will be coming back to Singapore without, even though we'll be expanding in other parts of Asia. And we're, we're excited and talking to the, the investors that we that are coming on board with us now. Uh, so that that's that's what I'm looking forward to doing. Mm, exciting times. I've been speaking with Isadora Noble, who is the co-founder of Pop-Up Wine. Isadora, thank you for your time. Take care and have a great Thursday evening. Thank you so much, Elliot. Great to speak to you. Bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.